0: Howdy, my friends, and welcome to episode 40 of Keeping Up with the King. This is the Daily Run, the Run of the Mills podcast, as we're going through the book of Matthew, and we are in chapter 5. We've been going through the Sermon on the Mount, sharing the words of Jesus, and we finished up the Beatitudes a few days back. And we are up on to, let's see, verse 17 and 18. Jesus said this, he said, Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For surely I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. So a couple of things to, to keep in mind as we read this is, first of all, this is again at the beginning of Jesus' ministry. And so he has not yet... Um, done all that he was going to do you know, this is uh this is him proclaiming what he came to do um that is not all complete at this point obviously um as at this point i'm as i mean in what we're reading in jesus life at the time it's spoken uh, of course um, now we see that uh the the fulfillment of most of this in jesus first coming so he says do not think that i came to destroy the law or the prophets, and and I think this is interesting. He lays this out right at the beginning because this, of course, is going to be one of the accusations that is made against him—that he is um, that he is breaking the law, um, that he's going against the the word of the law and prophets. There there would even be those in the early church, and even those today that say that you know that Jesus is. Uh, uh, is different, you know, then the God of the Old Testament is different than the one from the New Testament. And they will say things like, you know, I only read the red letters or I only read the New Testament, the Old Testament, you know, I, I'm not about that or whatever. Um, and I think that they, they miss out on the the real uh, treasures that are lying there within. And, and something you've probably heard me say, and you, I'm sure you've heard others say as well, is that the Old Testament is the New Testament concealed. And the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. And, and what, what that little phrase means is that when you read the Old Testament, without the New Testament, you're left with so many questions. You're left with so many questions. And when you read the Old Testament in light of the New Testament or with the New Testament, you'll see that those questions are for the most part answered, especially when you understand that, Jesus came to fulfill and be the fulfillment of the law and the prophets. And so when you read those passages and you read them in light of who Jesus is and you read them in light of what he uh, what he has done, uh, the prophecies fulfilled. When you read the law. Right. When we talk about the law and the prophets, um, what we would call the Old Testament, the the law being, uh, you know, those first five books and and uh, the prophet's well being the prophets um but he's speaking of what what we would consider the old testament um when you read the law when you read about even things like dietary restrictions and sacrifices and you read them in light of jesus and you read them um understanding about what he was what he would come to do and just those simple things like when you read about the passover um and you 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 know when you you keep in mind the symbolism there um how it points to Jesus time. And again, you know, you see that you'll see that, um, you know, you have uh, the situation where with Adam and Eve, right after they sin, God makes them clothes out of skins, animal skins. And so, uh, you know, we see that situation with an animal, uh, you know, one animal for one person. And then we see the Passover where um, the lamb is slain for the families. It's one, one, lamb for this for the family and then when the law is given you'll see on the day of atonement there's one that is killed for the nation so one lamb for the nation you know all these things building up to jesus who would be that lamb slain from the foundation of the world the one who came not to die for just individuals or just families or just a nation but the one who came to lay down his life the sins of the world and and that of course just being one example and as you as you read through the law and the prophets you'll see these things pointing to Jesus and one of the things to understand about them and, and a lot of times people get this confused and and I can see why um, especially if you are if you are new to studying the Bible or if you're not um, paying attention to the totality of scripture uh, if you've not not uh, learned to to really think biblically. And and that's a challenge that I think sometimes we think, well, I'm there. I can think biblically. Um, But it's a constant refining of our thought process. It's a constantly comparing our belief systems, um, our theology to not just a scripture, but the scripture as a whole, the totality of scripture, which is, which is, which is a challenge and which is why we need to continually be studying and challenging ourselves uh, continually being in God's word. Cause I've seen so many people get off on these tangents where they, they want to go back and they want to keep the old law because they read things like this, like, Oh, Jesus didn't come to destroy the law. He came to fulfill the law. And then the next verse, um, the next verse says, as I, Scroll down to it. Uh, Whoever therefore breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. Well, nobody wants to be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. And so they think, well, uh, I don't want to break the least of these commandments. And they, they're they misunderstanding, I believe, what Jesus is talking about, because many of the Old Testament commandments are, uh, are talking about uh, ritual, right? They're talking about the keeping of feast days, and they're they're talking about these uh, uh, sacrifices and things. And these things that are, what the Bible would call, uh, a shadow of things to come, right? Hear that in Romans and in Hebrews, this idea that those things are a shadow of things to come, but the substance is Christ. And so it's very easy to get hung up on these things that are pointing to him, these things that he would fulfill ultimately, and think that, oh, this is what it's about. You know, oh, I need to go and I need to offer all these sacrifices. Well, no, the, the sacrificial system was pointing to Jesus, right? It was a temporary, um, incomplete system. It was able to cover sins, but not able to remove them. The book of Hebrews talks about that, that the high priest had to continually offer sins for the nation and for the people. And for your sins and for mine, if we were in uh, in Israel in in ancient times, we would have to continually offer sacrifices for our sin. Um, and so, the difference is this. And I heard this example years ago, and I liked it. Um, and so that's why I like to use it. Uh, the idea being that, like a credit card, when you have a credit card and you have, let's say, you have two thousand dollars on your on your your credit limit and it's maxed out and you are received the bill in the mail. The bill says you owe $2,000. Well, you don't have $2,000, but what you do have is $30 and the minimum monthly payment is $30. So you send your $30 in so you're okay for a month and then you have to pay it again. And it doesn't remove the debt. It just covers it temporarily and Then someone comes along and says, Hey, I see here on your kitchen table, you have a credit card bill for $2,000. I'm going to pay that for you. Well, now there's a difference because now the debt is paid. It's not just covered but is paid in total. And and that's the idea, the difference between the Old Testament sacrificial system, which was a shadow of things to come, pointing us to that great and perfect sacrifice, as I said before, the lamb sac- slain from the foundation of the world, uh, you know, Jesus coming to die once and for all, to pay the price for all of our sins, not just to cover them, but to pay the debt completely. Anyway, hopefully that blesses you today. God bless you. We'll talk to you soon.